Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Final Word. Good evening, I'm Albie Oxenrider. Welcome to The Final Word, the show that invites you into the conversation. And we ask you to be with us all through the night and get us those comments. You can get your opinion on TV right here every Sunday night. And let's get right to it. Tonight's three panelists, please welcome from DKPittsburghSports.com. It's Dan Kabachevich. Albie, every once in a great while, even in the city of Pittsburgh, sports don't seem all that significant, you know? Also from DK Pittsburgh Sports, Chris Carter. Agreed there, Dayon. Sometimes you have to put things in perspective, and that's what happened this weekend. And completing the DK trifecta, welcome back, Dale Lawley. Yeah, thoughts and condolences uh, to uh, Dwayne Haskins' loved ones, his family, his wife, and, of course, uh, his teammates who really did uh, care for him a lot. All right, and tonight we're going to honor the memory of Dwayne Haskins by reflecting on his life and legacy, remembering Dwayne Haskins, his friendly personality, his positive attitude, and the rapport uh, that Dale alluded to there, the rapport he had with his teammates. Some of the things that come to mind, uh, Dan Haskins was in Pittsburgh for a relatively short period of time, but uh, made a tremendous impact. Yeah, there's no question about that. You know, it's something that uh, I spent some time talking with, with Dale here about. Uh, that we didn't have a chance because of COVID to be down there, you know, in locker rooms and on the field and getting to know these guys. I had one face-to-face -face interview uh, with Dwayne Haskins while uh, in the two years that he was in Pittsburgh. But what you could see and you could appreciate was the way players gravitated toward him. Uh, that's something that tells you an awful lot about an individual, not just in sports, but in a life setting. I think there was a mutual respect there uh, between the teammates and coaches toward Dwayne Haskins, what he had achieved at Ohio State, what he had achieved by being 15th overall pick in the draft, and what he was trying to build up and was on his way to building up here in Pittsburgh before his life was so tragically taken. There's, there's a lot to be said for some of those observations that you can make. Chris, you talked about uh, perspective in your opening comment. You know, a, a lot of times when things like this happen, you know, you get Adam Schefter leading his first tweet about the situation, talking about how he struggled in Washington and Pittsburgh, or Gil Brandt talking about how, oh, you might have seen this coming and things like that. It, it, none of that matters. Who cares about that? What cares about is that this guy was a 24-year-old human being, a person that when you listen to people talk about him, they talk about his smile when he came in the room. This is a guy who was a first-round draft pick who came to Pittsburgh and didn't presume anything. He came in. He 
He worked hard. Even Ben Roethlisberger liked him from the minute he got in the door. This is a guy who was loved by his teammates, and not just his Steelers teammates, but his Ohio State teammates, or even guys that he just happened to meet throughout the years. Even he, Kenny Pickett has a relationship with Dwayne Haskins, and he helped him and has helped mentor him get ready for the NFL draft. That's the impact that this guy has had on people he's just simply been able to be around. That's the kind of person that we lost this weekend. Dale, you talked in your opening comment about the relationship that he had with his teammates, and you heard from many of them in the uh, in the last 24 hours, sadly. Yeah, and I'll go back to a conversation uh, he had in the on-field interview before the, uh, the game that he started last year uh, against Carolina in the preseason, and Dwayne said that you know, he was making a point as a newer guy on the team. He, remember, he had joined the Steelers in Jan in, in, late in the season the, the year before. But he was making a point to go up and just start a conversation with, with all, all of his different teammates, offense, defense, didn't matter, because he just wanted to get to know them and allow them to get to know him because, you know, he felt as a quarterback that's, that's important to, to show guys that, you know, you, you, you care about them and have that kind of, can build that kind of uh, rapport with them. So. He, he was making strides to try to do the right thing, and he talked about being comfortable in his own skin. And one of the things that gets so overlooked, especially with young quarterbacks in the NFL, is that you're expected at 21 or 22 to come into a franchise, to come into an organization and be the face of that franchise, to be the, the spokesperson for that franchise. And it's a lot to put on the shoulders of a young man. And, you know, you can talk about how things went badly for him in Washington. Yeah, that's part of his story. But a bigger part of his story was, the, was, was him trying to regain what he had lost and, and, and what he wanted to be. And, and he was on his way to doing that until this, uh, this tragedy struck. All right, we'll continue with those thoughts in a few minutes. Uh, just hold it for one second. A reminder to our viewers out there, keep those comments coming. You can find us on Twitter at WPXI Final Word and on Facebook at The Final Word. Let's take a, a, a look at the social media just to get the thoughts of some of you. Uh, from Twitter, it sounded like he was such an upbeat, positive guy. Such a shame to lose someone so young. Condolences to his family and anyone that knew him. From Facebook, Greg says condolences to Dwayne's family, friends, and teammates, past and present. And also from Facebook, Kevin says the hearts of Pittsburgh and all of Steeler Nation go out to the Haskins family. And back now to Dayan and Chris and Dale, uh, please continue as we reflect on the life of Dwayne Haskins, Dayan. Uh, I, I think when, when we're talking about his life, we're talking about a football life. And one of the, the, the most amazing things that we've seen over this weekend has been the outpouring from Columbus, from people at Ohio State. Mm -hmm. uh, we also heard from Joe Burrow himself. When Joe Burrow was hurt on the field, remember his knee got blown out? Mm -hmm. You know who was on the other sideline and who came walking all, all the way over to give him a fist bump? The guy who chased him essentially out of Ohio State because he was, a, he was the, the Buckeyes' choice at the time. That was Dwayne Haskins. Hmm. Uh, that's, it's, it's been an amazing outpouring that's come from these people. The thing that I, when we're talking about his career, I don't feel like we have to uh, apologize for it in any way because I feel like he actually was on the upswing. You guys are, can feel free to disagree with me in some form here, but I, I thought that he had not been ruled out. Do you know what I'm saying here? As, a, as having a chance to be the Steelers quarterback. 
Now, I, even beyond that, I, I want to give you guys quick insight. I, I got to hang out with this guy once at the celebrity softball game organized by Doran Dickerson with the Washington Wild mm-hmm. Things. This was a dude, he was on our team. When we went out and were throwing the ball around just to warm up with Terrell Edmonds and Alex Highsmith and all these Steelers, everyone was having a good time. When Dwayne comes in, everyone says, oh, come on, Dwayne, don't be throwing hard, man. <laughs> and he's just firing these fastballs. And everyone's like, come on, man. And he's just sitting there. Hey, hey, hey. But they laughed with him because that's who he was. He wanted to have a good time. He was a jokester. He was a good person. And that's what we should be focusing on. All right, Chris and Dale and Dan, thank you for your thoughts. Uh, we appreciate that. And we'll be right back after this. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the final word. Welcome back. I'm Albie Oxenrider tonight with Dan Kovacevic, Chris Carter, Dale Lawley. The NFL draft gets underway two weeks from Thursday. So, Dale, what kind of moves should the Steelers be making between now and the draft? Well, Albie, they, they still need to sign a starting strong safety. When we talked to Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin at, at the uh, uh, NFL meetings a couple of weeks ago, they both stressed that, that was something that needed to be done. There's also you know, some holes at wide receiver that, that need to be filled. But looking at that veteran group of wide receivers that are available right now as we sit here, I don't like any of them. Yeah. They're all a bunch of washed-up has-beens and never-wases. Uh, so I, I, I would wait until after the draft and see what you, what you get uh, in the draft before I make any move there. I would, but they definitely need to sign a strong safety. You can't line up with what they have right now at strong safety. All right, let's go to Twitter. Sign a safety and wide receiver so they're not forced to take either in the draft. This will allow them to take the best player available with each pick. Dan, your take. Well, there's a really good chance that the best player available in either of the first two, even the third round, could be a wide receiver. That's the way that position's gone in the draft in recent years. They're always really deep classes, 10, 11, even 12 deep. Uh, you can find somebody there. Uh, I'm with Dale on this in, in, the, in the sense that uh, you can wait on wide receiver and you can wait on other holes, some of the ones that Dale didn't mention. You know, you need another running back. You need some depth at the linebacker positions. Uh, I'd love to see this draft be either wide receiver or addressing a longer-term need like the defensive line, for example. Chris? Yeah, I mean, if you're addressing any position before, it has to be strong safety. What's interesting is who will they get at strong safety? Mm. Because Teron Matthew is the one everyone wants to talk about, the honey badger. He's the he big name. He doesn't fit at he, all. He, he's the fancy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, he's but everyone's talking foot, about. He's he's I, Mike Hilton. I, I, he's a see, better version of Mike Hilton, and, and, and they and, would and, never line up with Mike Hilton at strong safety. And, but ridiculous. this is my point: is that everyone's been screaming at the star player when Terrell Edmonds has been sitting right there all this time. But why? But why is he sitting there? Because, because he, the safety mark has just been completely depressed. So they're just pricing them down? Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, well. they're, they're, make, they're making sure they don't have to pay much. Now, here's my thing, and I'll talk about this more in my final word, but I would not rule out safety as being a position that the Steelers would look at in the early rounds of this NFL draft to pair with Edmonds and Fitzpatrick and give you some nice three safety looks to confuse all those AFC quarterbacks next year. All right. To the Penguins now. They snapped their losing streak today, but it's crunch time as they look to position themselves for the playoffs. 
right back to Chris. Penguins bounce back, but how realistic is it that they could drop to that wild card spot? I mean, I don't think they're going to drop to the wild card spot. That's a wait. That's a, like, just falling off a crater. But I, I do think that they they need to have some good games against some of the top teams, and they're running out of time before the playoffs to show that they can they can do that. Right now, I believe if the if the playoffs were to start today, they'd face the Rangers, and that would be a tough matchup. But if you're if you're the Penguins, you got to find something. You got to hope that you click with Raquel, find something going on going on with these lines, so that you could put more pressure on some of these other teams. You know, you see you see the Capitals, they're getting better. You see the Penguins, you need to pick it up. You got to few more games to do that if you could do that heading into the playoffs getting a little hot then you could take it on but like we've said all season long even before the season we knew this comp this division and this conference was going to be tough all right back to twitter uh how realistic is it to drop to that wild card spot very just not playing good hockey right now dale eight regular season games remain pens are four points ahead of the capitals but remember the caps have Two games in hand. Yeah, and the way the Penguins have played of late, um, they're about a 500 team over what mm -hmm. the last two months. Um, you know, so you, what do you get figuring on getting out of those eight games that they have remaining? At most, you're looking at maybe eight points if they're lucky. And you know, the, 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 it, Washington's playing well. Uh, it's not that big of a stretch to see them falling to that that wild card spot. And well, if they get there, they earned it. And Dan. Well, I'm not so sure that falling into that wild card spot is a bad thing. Uh, the Penguins-Rangers matchup, as, as Carter just mentioned, is just <laughs> really bad yeah, for the Penguins. I'm not so sure I wouldn't want to face the Hurricanes. Even one of those other division teams like the Panthers, you fall into that spot. Because the forechecking that the Penguins have to get to, the, the level of defending that they need to get to. I asked Sidney Crosby after his overtime goal today what has to happen for this team to start ramping it back up again, and he talked about being in your face. Uh, he used that phrase twice in his answer. Well, that's a level of energy that involves, well, a lot of energy, and they haven't shown much of that. All right, Penn's play. Thank you, guys. The Penn's play a road game with the Islanders Thursday back home mm -hmm. with the Islanders. Excuse me, Tuesday on the road back home with the Islanders on Thursday. More Penguins now, and right back to Dayan. Should there be discipline for Evgeny Malkin, as some are calling for those a penalty at the end of the second period? Well, yes, but only after the uh, discipline is administered to the on-ice officials, who insanely called that only a double minor for high sticking. Uh, Gino slashed Borowiecki across the waist and then put his stick up into Borowiecki's face. Uh, Gino's going to get suspended. I believe that. I don't think it'll be more than two or three games, but he has a history of suspensions, which won't work in his favor with the Department of Player Safety, but boy, did those guys blow it today. Nash should have had a five-minute major and might have won the game as a result. Not that I'm pulling for that or whatever. I'm just trying to call it like it is. All right. Thank you. Uh, back to Facebook. Greg says, I enjoy what Malkin still brings to the table, but even I can't condone the actions he displayed today. Uh, back to Chris. Your thoughts? Yeah, you you're, you got to agree there. Like, there's no there's no reason for what he did. You saw the highest. I mean, it went right to the guy's teeth. You know, he lost teeth over that situation, and that's that's just that's that's inexcusable in his part. And he's got to be a veteran and a captain that doesn't lose it in them. And like Dan said, if the officials did their job, that would have been a penalty that could have cost them the game in an important playoff stretch. Inexcusable in his part. A suspension should be coming, but it seems like in all sports, none of these leagues know how to handle suspensions because they all mess it up somehow. Dale? Yeah, I mean, just imagine if, if, if that was Tom Wilson doing that to, to oh, Evgeny Malkin. Oh, good yeah, call. Pittsburgh yeah. will be on fire mm -hmm. right now. That's so right. So anybody who's defending Evgeny Malkin for those actions, you need to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm.
All right. Thank you, all three. Well, when we come back, we're going to go around the horde on any topic. The final word is next. Welcome back to the star-studded and award-winning final word, and it's time for the final word. Everybody gets a chance. Chris, you're first. I was talking about the safety position earlier because I do think that's an important position the Steelers need to look at, not just for a starter right now, but also for the future to pair with Minka Fitzpatrick, if not Terrell Edmonds sticking around for the while. There are some really good talents in this draft, not just Kyle Hamilton, who some say is the best player in this draft. He's not going to last for the Steelers, but I really think that it would be worthwhile to keep an eye on Daxton Hill. Daquan Brisker and Lewis Seen. Lewis Seen, especially, guy who ran a sub 4 4, hits like a Mack truck, flies all over the field, and seems to be an instinctive player. If you kept Edmonds, Fitzpatrick, and him, that would give you a rotation that you can disguise so many coverages with in the AFC that's packed with super quarterbacks. It would be a prime opportunity to confuse them and cause some turnovers. Day in, final word. Albie, I'm about as optimistic with the Pirates in 2022 as anyone else is, uh, particularly when it comes to pitching. Uh, but I do see like this this much hope for the offense to be better than a lot of us have expected. And the principal reason for that is there's some guys, the Michael Chavises, the Diego Castillo, who had three hits today, just got into the major leagues. These guys are all 26 and younger, and the Pirates are giving them a chance. I hope that that continues and they stop fussing so much over defensive versatility. Derek Shelton needs to have his best bats in the lineup. If he does they might at least hit. All right, Dale, final word. You know, uh, Saturday morning when I got the, the, the news, uh, when I learned that, that Dwayne Haskins had died, I, I had also been watching that weekend, this weekend, uh, Tiger Woods play golf at the, at the Masters. And I, I was struck by the, the, the parallel between the two because Tiger Woods was in a, a nearly tragic auto accident 14 months ago and came back and even though he shot 13 over in the Masters was able to come back and, and do that. I mean, sometimes we forget the human element uh, of sports. It just becomes too great to, because you see these guys as, as, as 100 foot tall and bulletproof because that's how they see themselves. And so that should be celebrated the fact that Tiger Woods was able to get back out on the golf course even if he never wins another tournament. Just the fact that he was able mm -hmm. to get back to it because as we know now, Dwayne Haskins will never get that chance. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, that's a great and great way to end the show. And thanks for those comments because it segues into what I was saying. I did something this weekend that I don't think I've ever done before. I listened to golf on the radio. <laughs> that's right, satellite radio. I listened because I wanted to see how Tiger Woods was doing. Tiger will do that. What a run for Scotty Scheffler as well. Playing in his first tournament as the world's number one player, Scheffler ran away from the Masters despite a double bogey on 18. He still wins by three. He's won his first four tournaments and now his first major in a span of 57 days. Rory McIlroy, who needs only the Masters to complete the career Grand Slam, finished runner-up. That's the final word for tonight. I'm Albie Oxenrider for Day and Chris and Dale. Figuratively speaking, there's a lot of girth on this show. Thank you for staying up with us. We'll see you next time.